This is Coffee with Kerry. Each week we meet amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their profession for a game show and interview whilst having lots of fun. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. It's time to get on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Kerry. Nick, you can stop dancing now. All good. <laughs> hey, you know what? When you feel that groove, you just got to keep going. Absolutely. Did you want me to play it again? No. Because no? then, oh, then awesome. I'll waste too much time. I, I know my limits. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Guys, another episode of Coffee with Kerry. We've got two brave souls today ready to step through the rounds of fun and guys, thanks for joining me. I'll do your intro. We have Brandon Ushio and Nick English from the Fandom Podcast. Host, co-host, and I've just heard, just before we recorded, there's another host on the show as well who's not here today, but that's okay. Now, you guys are up to episode I've written No Idea. There's a story behind this. I believe there's been about seven years in the making to get this podcast right. What has happened? Brandon, do you want to uh, Okay, yourself? so... Yeah, it's, it's my fault. It's my fault because I like to experiment in the podcast space and learn how to do different things podcasting. And I don't like to like tell a client, hey, you should do this with your show until I've done it with my show. And so I've broken my show many times in, in experimentation. It's all like, hey, let you know, because we we started this show, Nick and I have been podcasting together for about seven years, seven-ish years now. Uh, and it was like, okay, weekly episode, it was just fun. And it's like, hey, what would happen if we did two episodes a week? Well, you know, and so we split it into two episodes a week. Uh, and, and and one I mean, of them we were, was numbered and one of them was like a bonus episode. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't. And I, I always felt like you I marked the wrong one. Like you, you labeled Probably. the one that, you labeled the one that you shouldn't have labeled. Like, because <laughs> I, I, don't, I thought, anyway, I was, yeah. And so, we, so confused. we did a lot of episodes that I didn't count because they were just bonus episodes. And then just recently, uh, and you know, the pandemic changed a lot of things for podcasting for a lot of people. Some people podcasted more. I ended up being able to podcast less. And so we did less. And in the middle of that, we also relaunched the show. And then everything got crazy busy in my life again. I had a kid again. You know, this was the fourth one. I was like, I've got this this time. It's not going to slow me down. Every time (laughs) kids will slow you down. Kids are the number one killer of podcasts. And so we had a, we had a, uh, I had a child and uh, ended up, we've recorded less. We've got some recorded and we're going to, we're going to be relaunching and redoing things, but we got rid of all of our back catalog when we relaunched. No, I won't change the format on, well, a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) I'll, I'll let you know about that later. Uh, But Nick is a good sport in, in letting me do that. And uh, so, yeah, we have, we our back catalog has disappeared unless you're really good at archive.org. Um, aside from that, we, there's it looks a musical like episode in there. Out. No, like legitimately, you can go mm-hmm. find a musical episode on that podcast of Brandon singing. Yes. Because yes. We, little we known a fact episode, we wrote parody songs for each other. Brandon is the king. From the king and I, he played it in junior high, and so we still call him the king, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's true. It's true. 
But I added pirate. It's on something it you just can't get away from. So overall, I'm sensing a little bit bit of a theme here. Let's go back. So Brandon, you've broken the podcast multiple times in an effort to you know go in search for other podcasters to help them tried and true. You know, testing, testing, measuring everything for everyone. So that's awesome. Breaking a podcast, well, you've already broken today's because we didn't go through the standard booking process and there seemed to be some little bit of confusion on the email process and, you know, a couple of questions, a couple of email? answers. What's email? Yeah, I know, right? Like the what? Email. For podcasters? Email? <laughs> so, yes, the theme overall, but I love this thing about kids break podcasts. Are there statistics on this, Brandon? Is there... Is there... Are there statistics? I just made it up, but I would... <laughs> I would Brandon very much believe the that's the case. He is the statistic. <laughs> Four kids down, how many podcasts kind of revamps along the way. Love it, love it. Guys, we're going to step into the official first round, which is the mugshot. You were asked to bring mugs, and I think we've accomplished this much at least. Hey, so, I guys, have you brought your mugs? Sure have. Got it right Excellent. here. Excellent. Can I see what? Yep, yep. Good. Yep. Good. Okay. Now, Nick, please explain what you've got in your hands right there. All right. So this this mug was a gift to me from the Queen of America. No, I'm just kidding. She is. She's pretty awesome. <laughs> um. So this this mug is has a twenty sided dice on it, which represents uh a game that I play a lot called Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. It's a tabletop Ah. RPG game. And this Mm -hmm. mug was given to me by one of my players. And on the back, she wrote what I say all the time or quote unquote my catchphrase while I am the dungeon master. And it says it was in that moment because apparently I say that a lot. It was in that moment that all of a sudden Brandon fell off his chair and broke his back. Um, You know, whatever. Not doing that. And then he had another child, and we don't know how it happened because it was miraculous conception. And now he has five. No, um, but yeah. So that's what this. Nope. That's what this mug is. Um, I don't have a lot of coffee mugs, to be completely honest, because I mm-hmm. don't drink coffee. So um, yeah. this is one of the few I have, and it was given to me so that I could have uh, something to drink while we were playing or while I'm podcasting, so that I can wet my whistle. Awesome. Awesome. That's good choice. Good choice. Brandon. Sorry. My mug is good old Tigger. T-I-double-gu-er. Oh, fantastic. This is a giant mug. Like, it looks kind of normal size as I'm holding it, but it's probably like three times the size of a normal coffee mug. Mm. Um, And I got this uh, back about 14. uh, I got to do math right. It'll be 14 years in November. Uh, on my honeymoon, my wife and I went to Disneyland, and oh. we both got these big novelty mugs because uh, we're not big coffee drinkers either. But uh, my wife was like, "Let's get these. We can. You, you always need a big mug." And so I got them. And to be honest, my wife uses mine more than than I do because she broke hers. Well, one of our children broke hers, but she always needs a big mug. So you know. Uh, but this is my mug. This is the the mug that I get when I am getting my mug. This is what it is. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, I've brought a a mug to today's episode that seemed a little bit fitting, and it is, today is a happy day. 
because it's Mr. Happy. We need Mr. Happy times two for oh, this episode, but happy. I've got one mug. Happy. Carrie Mr. needs happy. all the reminders to be happy when she's hurting the cats named Nick and Brandon. Well, just be happy, just be happy. That just could be, be a thing. There is a confession there that there was a, a little DM on the IG coming across at 45 minutes to the hour. Guys, hello. That's okay. All good. It's called right, a lamp. guys, a cheers to the... Cheers to the screen with our mugs. Cheers. Cheers. Awesome. Thank you. Very good. Moving into the next round. The next round is normally called Five Fun Facts, but we've got two guests. So we're going to go with, let's start with two fun facts from each of you. And to do this, you need to select a number off the board. Numbers on the board are one to 20. Nick, I need you to pick two numbers and then Brandon, you pick two numbers as well. All right. I'm going to pick my favorite number and my son's favorite number, seven and five. Seven and five. Yep. Might as well make it. Brandon? All right, let's go with one and two. <laughs> one and two. I thought you might pick four for the four kids, but that's okay. That's okay. All right, so five, seven and five and one and two. Got them. Nick, your first question is number seven. No, let's swap that. Let's go number five. We'll go in order. <laughs> Nick, um, who is your hero other than Brandon? Well, okay, so my hero was definitely my grandfather. His name was Larry Sontag. He um, he passed away when I was about 20 years old on Christmas Day. We used to go to his house um, every Sunday and be with all the cousins. Um, he was a jeweler by trade so he was an artist much like myself just in a different way um he he and my grandmother larry there my grandmother's name was blanche but we called her billy and so larry and billy were the example of what love was in my life um they loved each other unconditionally and one of the things i loved about my grandpa is that he grew up um during a time with no internet i mean the internet was not a thing during the majority of his lifetime but he um was somebody that just knew how to do everything like no matter what you asked him he was so handy with his hands he had a beautiful garden he um would fix his own cars i mean he just knew how to fix everything um and the one thing that was um very like one of the things that i still do to this day that he influenced me for um, is that anytime somebody gives me a hug, I always make noise. And no matter what, oh. whenever you'd give grandpa a hug, he'd go. <laughs> he would make a sound <laughs> to acknowledge that you were squeezing. And I still do that. And I think about that all the time. Actually, you know what, Brandon, if we're going to do this right, because there is video. Hold on one second. Oh, you have you got it. You've got it. I have to get out. This my... is something that when we st <laughs> when we started doing video, uh, Nick started wearing this jacket to be fancy. 
and so this is this is my so grandpa's. Now, now, uh, he, now he's bringing it to. Yeah, look, oh. I. This is my grandpa's like I don't know, smoking jacket. He didn't smoke, but I don't know what to call it. It's like a robe, but it's short. Like the cigar club. Yeah, it's like cigar the cigar club, club kind yep. of. Yeah, I still have it. Yep, still have it it's right here. Love it. So, in order to do oh. the podcast properly, I've got to be wearing my uh, my smoking jacket. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's funny. Good question. Fantastic. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Very good. And um, just a, a, a massive shout out to Grandpa for being pre YouTube days and basically turning his hand to anything. No like these days, like. We changed a tap here just the other, like last week, and we were on YouTube, like going through the tutorial yeah. of all the tools and undoing it and getting out the washer and all that kind of stuff. So, wow. Yeah. And you're right. You know, back in the day, pre YouTube, they just did it. They didn't need those videos. So, one thing that was funny about my grandpa, too, now I'm just thinking about it, he was a terrible driver, though. He was a terrible driver. <laughs> I didn't realize this. What he would do is he would, he would not have a consistent speed ever. So what he would do is he would speed up to the speed limit and then let the gas off and just wait until the car was probably going half the speed limit and then do it again. So you were going <laughs> the whole time you were driving. I didn't realize that until I was much, much later. My dad was talking about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about that. I was a little kid and it, it didn't matter to me. I was just hanging out. But anyway, it's kind of funny. I wonder he if was he in- was trying to kind of create the future theme park rides you know where you go uphill slowly and then downhill maybe he read something somewhere that he got better gas mileage that way or something but i mean he was in the navy in world war ii and he was a you know he fought in world war ii um but yeah like i mean there's a lot of cool stories but i could take the whole time Mm. and i i don't intend to do that so he was a cool dude i'm gonna cut you grandpa larry he he never intends to he never (laughs) intends to (laughs) Awesome. All right, Nick, next question number seven for you is, what's your favorite song? And sorry, you can only pick one. I know it's tough. So my favorite song, if I can only pick one, is one that I made up that I sing to my kids all the time. (laughs) Because that song is more influential in my life now than it has been ever. I have a I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and I just change the words, and I just go, um, like I'll say, like, Molly, 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 girl, you are my favorite, my favorite girl. I love you, sweet Molly, Molly, girl. I love you, my Molly, girl. And I just sing that all the time, and they'll yell at me and say, stop singing right now. I don't want you to sing anymore. (laughs) But I just change the words to, to my son, Owen. I'll just say Owen, but I used to sing that all the time when they were crying like as babies and they, and they were okay. The other song I used to sing all the time was the Lord from Lord of the Rings, the Misty Mountains. I used to sing that all the time. That was like their lullaby as I was soothing them to sleep with my baritone voice. It it worked really well. Got it. Awesome. That's my All right. Moving on to Brandon. (laughs) Yep. Love it. Brandon, question number one for you. What's your favorite thing to tune into in the car? Is it Nick? Uh, 
Me uh, definitely singing, not Nick. Me uh, singing uh, Molly Girl. <laughs> he, 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 he makes up words to that song for me, too, just saying. Uh, uh-huh. No, uh, probably. So I'm always listening to podcasts and audiobooks. It's spoken word. It's not even music in the car. Um, I've got a commute each way, uh, about 45 minutes to and from work, and I'll just listen to podcasts and audiobooks. I listen to podcasts about three and a half times, four times speed, and just chew through and get a bunch he's of an, information and maniac. knowledge. Mm. Three and a half, four times speed. Serious? Yes. Yeah, seriously. Uh, it's st- And before anyone's like, that's just insane. It is. It is. I fully admit that. Uh, it started out, though, at like one and a quarter speed, then one and a half speed, then two speed. And then now that I've been doing it for years, uh, three and a half, four times speed. I use Overcast, and they've got a smart speed feature, which cuts out uh silences and things like that which Ooh. which is why it's three and a half to four i set it to three and then depending on how many pauses are in the episode it goes faster awesome and you're not speeding while listening to fast no no just speed listening yep <laughs> just checking i know how these things can go roaring down the road <laughs> all right next question for you brandon is number two do you prefer a large birthday party or a quiet dinner? Um, it depends on the scenario, but probably a quiet dinner. Mm-hmm. I uh, I like people. I love events. I love doing things. But I also like. But I it, I recharge by being with those who are close to me. Just a small group without a lot of noise. And with four kids, you don't get not a lot of noise very often. <laughs> I bet, I bet I can picture a quiet dinner. You'd be just in bliss, like absolute bliss. (laughs) Love it. Guys, we are going to move into the next round. Ready, fight. The next round is I have normally an Aussie food or a word that I present to my guest. Today it's plural, guests. And I brought something with me that you may not be familiar with, but you may have heard of. I want to know if you guys know what a fantail is. Uh, it looks like a candy. It is a candy. I will show you the packet. It's a little noisy for those that are listening. Head over to YouTube and tune in and avoid this noise. So that is the packet of fantails oh. by Allen's. Oh, that looks delicious. Caramel they and are. chocolate. Yep. Caramel, caramel, chewy chocolate, chocolate coated, chewy caramel. Let me get that right. So these, the reason I brought them to today's episode is because, well, this bag has um, a lot less than it started with, and <laughs> family size. Just how many for Carrie. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yep. But the reason why I brought it is because the wrappers are super cool. Now, the wrappers, when you actually eat the, the lolly itself, come with a little, like a bit of a quiz. And they have on them, who am I? And I like these because it's a little bit interesting. So that's the wrapped version right there. And that's the wrapper that comes off of that. And you just eat it and then read your little quiz. The only problem with it is sometimes it kind of the way it's cut on their machines, you don't get the whole thing. So you start to read it and then you're like, well, who the hell is that? It doesn't give me the answer because (laughs) it's gone. So for an example, and man, terrible lighting and tiny writing, let me say that much. Get out the phone, get out the torch. This is what happens. 
Did you ever think that we would be carrying around in our pocket 24-7 a torch? No, but isn't it fantastic? I can't tell you how often I use it. I know. It's great. I'd die without it now. It's like torch, like the handheld torch. What is that? Who's got one of those? Oh, my God. I have one in my my (laughs) night dresser, but that's it. Even though my phone's mm, right next yeah, to it. Yeah, I think everyone's got one in their house, but how often do you use it? We more use these things. Batteries are probably just dead. fabulous. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, man, do you guys have that? We've got one of those really large ones, like it's called a Maglite, and it's got like the D-sized mm-hmm. batteries in it. They're freaking huge, yeah. like it weighs a ton. It's more for beating up criminals than actually using it as a torch. <laughs> I don't have a Maglite, but I have several lightsabers that are about the same I've got those too. And those work even better for beating up criminals. Uh, I used let's just I used to work at a laser tag arena, and we carried around those mag lights. And I always felt like I, mm-hmm. if anyone was causing trouble, I could take them out easily. So I'm very familiar <laughs> with those. Love it, love it, guys. I'm going to read you this one because I would love to know if you know this question, um, like who am I, and what the answer is. So born June 22nd, 1949, she is an actress of the theatre, television and film. After many theatre roles, she made her first film debut with Julia in 1977. Both critical and commercial success came quickly with her roles in The Deer Hunter in 1978 Sophia's Choice in 1982, Out of Africa in 1985, Mamma Mia in 2008. She had a bit of a break there, 85 to 2008. The Iron Lady in 2011 and August Osage Country in Osage, Osage Country in 2013. She has received 17 Academy Award nominations, winning three, and 12 Golden Globe nominations, winning eight. More nominations than any other actor in history, with many considering her the greatest actress of all time. Any idea? Can I, can I take a guess? She could play Batman. It's Meryl yeah. Streep. It's Meryl Streep. Yes. Yep. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. We talk about Meryl There's Street a lion playing Batman me. all the time. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> there There's God. a line from Modern Family where he's going off on uh, Meryl Streep and how good she is. And he's like, she could play Batman. And so that's kind of there. The there was one time that I took a questionnaire about who would play me in a movie. And I said Meryl Streep oh. for like a job thing. Just for there fun. I mean, she's, she's on my mind. Yeah. I mean, she is. She is probably the greatest actress ever so i should have picked something harder there's there's many there's many you can imagine this list of fan tales and all the there's one about zach afron there's beyonce the list goes on it's just crazy yeah, but see, those things you might not have got you guys weren't aware <laughs> yeah i've never heard of yeah, fan tales exactly we need to import those yeah do a candy I- exchange program Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I just have to say for anyone that's actually watching or listening to this podcast, 
These things are chewy as like they are almost break your teeth style. Winter, when they're cold, put them in your pocket for a couple of minutes. Even if the chocolate starts to melt, you just want to warm that sucker up because they will Mm. break your teeth. The the caramel is like really super chewy, but they're delicious. They're so good. (laughs) Now, guys, do you have something in a food or a word in your neck of the woods that I might not be familiar with? I've got a couple. Nick, do you want to go first? So. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to tell you about something in a place that I lived for two years in South America. Because I actually lived in Chile for two years when I was like 19 to 21-ish. And there was a lot of different food down there um, in Chile. Most people, when I say I lived there, they say, oh, well, you must have eaten a lot of Mexican food, at least that's what they say. Rice here. And, and beans, yeah, a lot of rice and beans and tortillas and and stuff like that. And that is not at all what their food was like at all. Um, I could pretty much count on my hand one of five things that I would eat while I was there, um, if I was eating at somebody's house. Um, and that's just because it was a very like Chile was a very um, urban like farmer place for a very long time, and then. And so a lot of the food that they had would fill them up all day and then they'd go out and work. Um, and then sometime mm. in the 70s and 80s, um, the government was kind of revamped and they got a very good economy and a lot of new money came in. And so like their entire culture kind of just changed really quickly. Um, and so oh. they still have those traditions of like, working on the farm and having food like that. And it was very bland. It was not very flavorful. They used a lot of cilantro, which still to this day I do not like. Um, but they had a candy. They had a candy because we're talking about candy. They had this candy that was called an alpha whore. It's kind of a weird word. <laughs> it's kind of a weird word. Alpha whore is what they would call it. And it was just oh, like a, it was like a piece of cake. And then they'd put mm-hmm. dulce de leche on the top of it, which is like a caramel, and then they'd cover it in chocolate. And I remember I had a friend that had lived there, and he loved them. He loved them so much that he took an entire suitcase when he went home and filled it with these things called alpha whores. And when he got home, he wrote me a letter back, um, and he said, Nick, don't do that because they're not as good oh. – <laughs> because we've just been in flavorless town for two years. So they're not really good. We have way better candy here in, in, in the U S so don't do that. Don't take any home. (laughs) You've been in the desert. And I was just like, Oh, I wasn't planning on spending that much money on, on this candy and taking it home. But yeah, that's, that's one of those funny alpha whores. And they also, yeah. And they, yeah, that was yeah and not what it sounds like mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. no and that's i mean it's not a you know in when you're when you speak spanish alfa jore like mm-hmm. i don't know where they Very came different. up you know there was a lot of times down there that they would use words in english to just describe things you know kind of like um here in america a lot of times we'll just have japanese words just random places or you know other languages and they say hey we're being creative we're gonna name this you know town literally shop in japanese or whatever and you're like 
you know, we're none the wiser. But they did that a lot down there too. So it's kind of funny. Amazing. Good stuff. Good story. Brandon, what have you got? All right. Have you ever heard the term, I'm trying to decide which one to use, funeral potatoes before? <laughs> no, but I'm guessing by the way that Nick's laughed, is that this is going to be good. So, so yeah, inform this me. This is a Utah cuisine. All right, so it's not even, it's not even just, uh, it's not even a United States thing. I think this is just a Utah thing. Um, and funeral potatoes are just like a cheesy uh, sour cream Buttery. and cheese with butter uh, over hash browns with uh, or breadcrumbs with just a ton of cheese and then and then fro- or not frost flakes cornflakes or breadcrumbs across the baked. top and just baked and and it's delicious. It's like it's a delicious. casserole. Um, it is so yeah, bad. Yeah, so if for you know you. what a casserole, so. Yeah, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. It's like four sticks um, of butter and a block called... of cheese and <laughs> starch and potatoes and yeah, and a bunch yeah. of potatoes. Like they're they're terrible for you. They're delicious. Um, the reason why we call them funeral potatoes is because they're definitely comfort food. And uh, the predominant religion here, when there's a funeral, will host a lunch for the family afterwards because they've got a lot going on that day. Uh, the you know parents or you know siblings, uncles, aunts, you know whoever's there, they host lunch, and somehow the culture just became, well, we're gonna do funeral potatoes. You make funeral potato, you make these potatoes, and they showed up at every funeral. You know they're great comfort food, mm. and so colloquially they became known as funeral potatoes. And you say that here in Utah, and everybody sense. knows what you mean. But it, mm-hmm. it, when you hear funeral potatoes, you're like, what in the world would you have a funeral potato for? <laughs> you just reminded and, me of another thing that we have over here called American fries. Well, we call it American fries. So it's basically where you take the potato chips and you bake it in this casserole kind of function and you put bake like fried bacon and onion and cheese and you put mm. like you, you cook the chips and then you put it in the casserole dish and cover it, absolutely smother it. It's a heart attack waiting to happen. Now, now chips it. are what we call French fries, correct? Correct, correct. Yeah, so our hot chips and we put them in a casserole dish and then we cover it in cheese and bacon and onion and anything else. Like you can pretty much put in anything so Basically want, loaded French fries at every fries. restaurant. <laughs> there's yeah, like a yeah. ton of there's actually, a ton of them. Yeah, like, and they serve them. They were serving them for a while at McDonald's, and I think it had like bacon and stuff on it, and it came in this like little cardboard box. And they've done different versions of it and everything, but yeah, huge, huge loaded. That was one of the things that was so funny to me when I when I was in Chile was that McDonald's had a different menu. That was really odd to me. They had they had a, a burger that had a fried egg on the top of it, and it was really good. What? And yeah, that so sounds you, delicious. A burger with a fried egg, and so like I found a place here in Salt Lake City, Utah, that had a burger. They call it the Sunrise that has a fried egg on it. I was like, oh yeah, this is our new place. We're going here. So it reminds <laughs> see, me thought, of my home away I from thought home. McDonald's menu. I thought McDonald's menu was the same everywhere. I thought it had to be that way. Yeah. No? Quarter pound of cheese? No, I guess, I guess not. They do, I guess not. They do a lot. Okay. Of, I actually looked into this because I was so confused. But they do a lot of regional favorites. Like they have, instead of ketchup and mustard for your chips or french fries, they have just straight up mayonnaise in 
in chili. And people just dip their fries in just mayo, which was nice, which was nice for me because here in Utah, we have something called that we call fry sauce, which is basically just mayo. That was going to be my second. Which is just mayo and ketchup mixed together. And then Heinz, there's a company here in in the U.S. that tried to like piggyback off it. They were like, oh, well, we're going to make it. And they they tried to call it mayo chip. Mayo chip. And and yeah, all of the people in Utah are like, this is not a thing. It is called fry sauce. Get it correct. But they're like doing this <laughs> huge campaign. And the reason they did it is they tried to combine ketchup and ranch dressing as well. And they call it like may- mayo ranch or cat. I don't even know. It's weird. They're like my kids up words. make that. They call it ranch up. Ranch up. Maybe that's what? what it's called. But that was that was something they didn't have in Chile at all. They did not have ranch dressing. That was only in the U.S. I don't know if they have it in Australia, but I mean, it's a staple here. <laughs> all right, so moving along. <laughs> I'm just blown away, like the whole fry sauce and and ranch up and you should try it mixed I, with I mean, ranch. He might like it. It's like mayo, just well, mayo. Well, Usually, we, fry we sauce things. is mayo and ketchup and then a little bit of pickle juice. That's the way you make it really oh, yeah. good. Is you just put a little bit of the put of the like the pickle juice in the pickle jar. You just dump a little bit in that and just mix it up. Just a little and, bit. Just a little mm-hmm. bit. Just, just give it a little, little bit of a kick. Well, here they do weird things in the supermarket, and it's you know like all these burger sauces, and you know, but nothing yep. is actually none of it works. Like, and then you know, obviously YouTube's got the whole McDonald's like Big Mac sauce that you can make yourself yeah. and try it at multiple Thousand times. Island dressing. Thousand yeah, Island dressing never bloody works. No matter. Well, that's good stuff as well. Actually, we have that. So yeah, I'm just I'm thinking I've got to get across more sauces and more options. But I traditionally for my chips or my French fries, I will combine sweet chili with aioli, and, mm, and the yeah. sweet chili and aioli combination is delicious because aioli's kind of getting old now. It's been around for a while. Get a bit yeah. boring. Got to jazz it up a bit. So sweet chili does the does the does the touch soft serve chocolate ice cream i don't know if you have wendy's over there they've got frosties you dip your french fries in the frosty that's how you eat them well Mm -hmm. and the reason why it works at mcdonald's the reason why it works at wendy's is because wendy's the base for that ice cream is potatoes just so you know is it yeah Mm -hmm. yep wendy's frosty The base for that, and I know that because my brother-in-law used to work there, and he's like, you know why it tastes so good with a Frosty? Because you're eating potatoes with potatoes. I was like, oh. Ah, but yeah, the base that, for Brandon? it. No. I don't know if it's Learn still something true, but, you know. Mm. There you go. Yeah, no, over here, they, I think the kids get the, the McDonald's, um, oh, it's the soft serve with the chocolate sauce or caramel sauce on it. What's that called? The McDonald's. Oh, Hot fudge Sunday. The name of it, but that's a little. That's it. The Sunday, so they'll get yep, that I with get their French the fries and dip it in. Yep, yep. That's a good method. Awesome. All right, we're going to step away from some food and we're going <laughs> to do something a little bit different. And now for something completely different. Speaking of cows, late breaking moos. All right. Now I've got two versions of late breaking moos here today. This has come in from an unknown source. Brandon, um, I believe you could have been the junior high cheer coach. Is there a story behind this? We need to get the facts right. 
Yeah, that was a, that was an interesting time in my life where I taught junior high cheer. Um, <laughs> you so you have to you have to be looking at the YouTube version of this to understand why it's so weird for me to have done that. I am not what you would call the athletic type. Um, <laughs> I was a newlywed. I was uh, I was going to college and I was going to become a teacher. And my friend stopped and said who was a teacher, by the way, she stopped and said, are you sure you want to become a teacher? I'm like, yeah, I love teaching. And so she said, well, how about, how about you, I'm about to have a baby. How about you substitute for me after my baby's born and you can, and you can uh, see if you really want to do this before you get your degree in this. And I thought, you know what? That's great. She's a math teacher. It'll be great. Well, it was, and I loved, and I taught math and it was great except for one class that she taught, she was also the cheer coach. And I didn't realize that when I took on the job. <laughs> so I was also the cheer coach. We had a four, we, we got some former students to come in and actually teach the, teach the cheer portion of it. But I was there to take role. And uh, it was very interesting to see, you know, cause here, here I am a, you know, 22 year old guy uh, just surrounded by these little, you know, 13 year old cheerleaders that are just, it was just a weird time in my life. And whenever I say that, everyone's like, mm, I don't see you as a cheer coach. And it's because it was so, a very weird. I'm going to be completely honest with I, you. Uh, I have never heard this story. What? Brandon has it, never it, revealed it this. Gone. You have never revealed this to me. You've never said it on the podcast. Hundreds of hours you, of discussions. You, you just weren't listening. You just weren't listening. No, <laughs> you have never <laughs> talked about you being a I would remember that. Like, my ears perked up immediately when this came up. You have never revealed to me that you were a junior high cheer coach. I knew that you wanted to be a teacher, but you never revealed that part of it. So I think you've been trying to hide <laughs> this aspect branded. of your yourself. Well, Carrie asked for something that nobody knew about. And so well, that's where, you know. You know mine. Mm -hmm. You know mine. All right, all right. Before we go there, can I just get a clarification here? So when we're talking cheer coach, are we talking, hey, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you're blowing my mind. Hey, Mickey. Yep. Hey, Mickey. Uh, yep. Exactly, exactly that like that. At, at exactly the like teams. that. Little girls Love it. Love it. in the air. And, and, and Brandon is like, yeah, Brandon is like 6'4". And so six five. six five, yeah. So little junior high girls, like he's probably like three times their height, like just standing around. <laughs> it's one point nine six meters. Nearly two meters. Yeah, wow. he's a he's a tall man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So we need to move we need to keep moving, guys, otherwise we will be here all day. So Late breaking moves. Take two. Uh, Nick, we've got this in from an unknown source. There could be a black belt and a brown belt. Oh my God. Like both? What is this? Oh, good. Good stuff. Excellent. Moving right along. Next Mr. round. Mr. Mr. Miyagi told me <laughs> that that's what belts are used for. Um, yeah, so I, mm -hmm. Carrie, I'll send you money if you actually do move on to the next round. <laughs> it's okay, I, I'll be quick. No, no, no. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I, yeah, I've been studying martial arts since I was like seven years old. I have two black belts in Kempo Karate. I taught karate to um, 
low-income families and like special needs youth for like six seven years um when i was a kid i took taekwondo and i got up to brown belt um i've been doing martial arts for a very long time and most of the time people mm. look at me and they say oh he's just this nerdy like kind of chubby kid but they don't know that i have the a spirit animal of a badger and if you get mad at me i will literally rip your face off so he really only broke need... one kid's arm and and there's no need for a mag light like at all and nope. like the lightsaber or anything like well okay no I'm not creeping up to your house, that's for sure. Don't do that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Very good stuff, guys. Oh, my God. And, Brandon, did you know that, the black belt and the brown belt and, and that history? I did. We've, we, we've talked a lot about it and about mm-hmm. how he, how he's a better friend than I am because he shares more things with me than I share with him. I mean, that's just how it is. There's going to be words later. So, yep, that's okay. I can feel it coming your way, Brandon. To, You're in to be completely honest... <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to prepare that question because I was bad. I was a bad student. So That's okay. Again, breaking (laughs) the booking process, breaking all the rules. We're on the fly. So we're going to move on to the next round. The next round is, and I want to express this one, and when I say express, we'll just fly through it really quickly. This is Survivor Challenge Coffee with Kerry. So with a duo guest, we do the duo edition, and this is two deserted islands. So you have an island each. You are not within swimming distance. Let me make that very clear. And you need to pick for each other a companion to be on their deserted island. But there's another thing you need to choose as well. Each island has a magic ration box, one item of food only. There's no other supplies available on the island. There's no escaping. You're there forever. So, Nick, you're going to pick for Brandon one celebrity character by name or by character name, however you choose, and one Mm. item of food for him to survive on. Now, let me preface that that is one item of food that you're going to eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, all day, every day for the entire duration. But... Also, in addition to that, Brandon, you're going to do the exact same selection for Nick. So you guys can be nice or something else. And also I need to add that that one item of food could be a single item like an apple. It could be a banana or it could be a meal. So you can pick a meal as a whole item or one single item for them to survive on. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, the lot. So let me ask this, if it's like the American fries, Mm -hmm. which can have variations in how it's made, Mm -hmm. can the magic ration box vary vary on how it it makes the food? One way only. Uh, It's tough. It's a tough challenge, guys. I think. And I'm happy to play some thinking music. Brandon, do you need? I, I need thinking music. Done. Let's go to Nick first while you have a little bit more thought time there, Brandon. Nick, one celebrity by name or by character and one magic ration item. 
What have you chosen for your best buddy, Brandon? All right. So are you? So does it have? It doesn't have to be a real person, right? It can be a fictional character. Correct. Okay. So I'm yep. going to prove to Brandon that I do listen to him, because we have had this question on our podcast, and Brandon has told me that if he had one thing that he could bring on a desert island to be stranded, it would be the Iron Man suit. And so I choose Tony Stark and Iron Man as to be his person that he has on his island. Because he nice. argued that Tony Stark can build something out of anything, and so he would be able to get off the island with Tony Stark because he can literally make an Iron Man suit in a cave. So that is what... It's true. That mm -hmm. is what uh, celebrity, yeah, I mean, Tony Stark, Love it. Iron Man, would be the person that he would be on the island with, and they wouldn't be there very long, because mm, between the two fun. of them, they're very, in, they're you know, they are very intuitive, <laughs> um, and so That's what Brandon team. would do with his box of food, if he had one box, you said it could be a meal. So I'm going to mm -hmm. cheat a little bit here, and I'm going to say this meal is the Ushio family New Year's festival feast that they have every oh year. God. And I'll let I will let Brandon tell you what this Ushio family tradition meal. I've been to this; it is one of the greatest meals I've ever eaten. And so they would feast on the Ushio family New Year's traditional meal and then build a suit and fly off the island well that, that would work oh my god so <laughs> so this uh this this tradition nick's talking about for over a hundred years with just a couple exceptions uh we have had on new year's day uh my family gets together and uh, it's changed over those hundred years it used to be we'd get together at 6 a.m on new year's day eat breakfast, go to my, at my grandma's house and go to my dad's aunt's house and have lunch and then go back to my grandma's house and have dinner. Um, and you know, as, as they passed away, it turned into just lunch and dinner, but it was a, uh, because in Japanese tradition, it was whatever you're doing on new year's day, you're going to be doing for the rest of the year. So you want to spend that time eating good food with your family and with your friends. And so that's what, so it's, it's really a, a fun crazy day um now we do just lunch and uh dinner and it's just a bunch of different uh asian types of foods chow mein uh teriyaki uh oh, sushi yeah. uh I, I can't even tell you all the stuff that there's that's there because there's a lot but yeah it's that that would be mm -hmm. that would be a have to be yeah, a big there box. is a lot of food there and I just got to say, Nick's complete, completely cheated because he's picked this whole feast rather than you said a meal, meal. Like, and it's is a single something... meal. It is a single meal but that it lasts sounds all like day. a combination of different of different meals joined together. Well, so so now so now we just do it at one house, and it starts at like eleven a.m. and it goes to like nine p.m. <laughs> and it's just the same food it is all day one long. One continuous but, you know, meal. We, it is. It, it is. is. We we get about uh, we get about five hundred people through on the day. Wow. 
All right. So two takeaways from this before we step over to you, Brandon. So by the sound of it, you don't plan to be there very long because there's you and Tony Stark and you've got that made anyway. So that's rule number one broken because you were going to be there forever, but can that? <laughs> that's not happening. And then you've got this New Year's feast. So you're, you've got it made. All right. Let, let's, let's move over to what have you got in store for Nick? All right. Well, I've cheated as well. Um, <laughs> so... For Nick, I would choose uh, to be on this island with Batman, but not any Batman. It would have to be the Adam West Bright Knight Batman. Uh, it's Nick's favorite Batman, and he's the kind of guy who would be like, uh, well, let's pull up, open the coconut tree convert, the bat coconut tree converter utility. Uh, and, you know, and he would be able to convert that into, you know, whatever. Say, never mind that, Nick. Just keep dancing. Yep. That's what he would so, say. So uh, Nick, Nick would be able to hang out with with Batman, uh, who would be able to call a boat or a plane or you know something. He would make a coconut phone. It's true. <laughs> coconut phone. It's true. And, and if he's there for very long, Brandon, what is Nick going to be feasting on? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give Nick. Uh, I'm gonna give Nick a magic box full of nachos, and not just Man, like I cheese and chips, but like. <laughs> Every time we go out to a restaurant that has nachos, he or, and it's our first time there. That's what he orders first because he can. Hey. He says that he can judge a restaurant based on their nachos. And I'll tell you, I make some yep. good nachos. <laughs> so that's that's what Nick would have. He'd, he'd have Batman and nachos. And I will tell you, okay, there are so no completely nachos. Completely cheated. In Chile. Oh, there isn't. Two years. None? Two years. There oh. were no tortilla chips. And no nachos. So when oh, I got home, well, it was like a New Year's feast for me. Nachos all day from nine to eleven. And and I've just scrapped chili off my list of places to go. By the way, because no nachos is not acceptable in in my book. They might have them now, right. but back, so back in two thousand they didn't. Right. Okay. Maybe I should Google that before I go. Brandon, you've only broken one of the rules. So um, Batman and the whole escape plan and everything happening there. But the nachos was a really good call. So I agree with that because good, good feast. All right. You can also good have work, a lot guys. of Moving different nutritional next... things in your nachos, like you have tomatoes and stuff. So you're you're not solely getting just pure fat. There might be a couple of nutritional, so we won't be malnourished. Me and Batman. I might like need to Google that as well. Not sure how nutritious my nachos are, but perhaps well, you can get salad. You can you get guys. like you can get salad and put like olives and tomatoes and spring onions. Get a couple of veggies on the top. <laughs> Make it a super nacho. Load it up with some cilantro. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no All right. Cilantro. Next round. Guys, we are into the final round, which is. The wheel of reveal. There's a wheel behind me that Brandon is very prepared for, by the way. I'm going to spin the wheel once for each of you. Brandon, you're going to go first because you can't reach through the screen, so I'll, I'll do it for you, buddy. It's all right. I've got your back. And I'm going to spin the wheel. Yeah, good try. Good try. You nearly made it. I'm going to spin the wheel. It's going to land on a word, and I'm going to ask you the question. Are you ready? Ready or not. I love that sound. Brandon, you've landed on the word fear. 
Oh, how did I know that this was going to come up? How did mm-hmm. I know this was going to come mm-hmm. up? So, Brandon, we need to know what was your biggest fear as a child? All right. So I misunderstood Carrie's questions and I was texting and driving. And so she's got a little bit of a preview as to what this is going to be already. But, and this is another thing that I've never told Nick. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know that I've ever told anybody this. This okay. is the this is the first time I've ever told anybody this. As a child, my biggest fear was shower curtains. Okay. I will, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to take some explaining, I know. <laughs> Did you watch Psycho? No, I didn't, but as it was that, that kind of a thing. So, no, no, I, I've never, I, as an adult, I've never seen it. I'm not old enough for that movie yet. I'm, I'm, I, have, I have no tolerance for scary movies. But <laughs> as a kid, and I, this is still a little bit as an adult, but a little, I've, I've tamed it a little bit. I don't like to sit with my back towards the door. I don't like to not know what's happening uh, around me. And so if I am in a bathroom that has, and I don't know what this architectural designs are in, uh, in Australia, but if I'm in a bathroom Mm -hmm. and oftentimes the tub is right next to, to the toilet, uh, Mm -hmm. there is, and somebody's got their shower curtain drawn. Like to me, that's like, who knows what's behind there? Like it's not offering any protection right there. And so I almost (laughs) as a kid would always have to look behind the shower curtain, like where to make sure that there was no uh, serial killer with a knife or something in the bathroom. And I, it was dumb and there, there was never anything exciting, but. And this uh, wasn't I, from a movie. This, this was just no. you as a child thinking there's definitely something there that's going to get me. I yeah. need to make sure I know what's behind that. Like, yeah, that it was, it's weird. Like, and I, and I thought about this because yesterday I hung up a new shower curtain in my bathroom. And this is the first time in my married life that I have had a non-translucent shower curtain so like it uh, this shower curtain that we've shower curtains that we've had over the years you you can kind of see through them but i mean it you can't it's not perfectly clear but uh you could you could tell if something was back there and that was fine now we've got like this dark blue thing hanging up that i'm like do i need to look behind there so it made me think about my childhood days (laughs) did did you pick this shower curtain or did your wife pick this? no no that was my wife that was my wife, yeah. but I, I, I didn't you know, told her? like, I didn't realize how big of a deal that was until I, mm. I thought about it just now. Mm. Yep. Oh my God. Have you told her now? No. This, like I said, this is the first time I've told anybody. <laughs> He'll be telling her soon. Don't worry about that. I'll just have the shower curtain open. It'll be, it'll be mm-hmm. fine that way. Mm-hmm. And then she'll come along and close it and she, then you'll open it and she'll close it and you'll open it. And then the kids will start hanging off it and then it's all going to go, oh my God. It's like you know <laughs> my house. <laughs> Nick, are you ready for your spin of the wheel oh, of reveal? I am ready. Okay. Big money, big money, big money. <gasps> Detox. Whammy. What was that? Detox. Detox? Have you ever completed? Yep. Have you ever completed a technology detox? What's that? He says. What is that? So, I know I've talked about this a lot, but when I was in Chile, I wasn't. I didn't use phones or electronics or computers or anything like that while I was there. So I guess that would be the only time in my life I have not had electronics like 
constantly in, in my life. Um, but it wasn't mm-hmm. by choice. It was by obligation because of the nature of yep. the work that I was doing. Um, and even during that time, I could not use email or anything like that. And that's why I would write letters home. Um, to be honest, oh I don't want to think of, letters. I don't want to think of, yeah. So I, I, it would be two, two weeks before I could get a letter home. Mm. And so it was about a month th- before I could get any uh, news about anything that was going on. And uh, the Crazy. funniest, the funniest part about that time was that my parents, we had we had a cat. Her name was Agnes. She was very old, and I got a letter from home from my dad, and the letter basically just said, "Mom ran over the cat." It was sad. Oh God! And I was like, "Wait, what?" Like that was like, it was basically just like that was part of the letter and I was like what is going on and so I wrote home and I was like wait I need more information than just mom ran over the cat but luckily he didn't my say mom, Agnes is okay he he, he just he left said that it, one he said it was sad oh my he said God. it was sad he didn't say Agnes was anything and my dad oh my wrote me every week like every week but my mom didn't write as often um I'd usually get a, a letter a month or you know, every, every once in a while. But I just remember thinking like for an entire week, I was like, all the only information that I had, and I couldn't pick up the phone and call them super long distance, way too much, you know, way too much money to do it. Um, and so um, I was just like, baffled by this. And then I got this six page letter from my mom the next week that was like, word like everything that happened, they took her to the veterinarian, she you know, like, and sadly, Agnes did die um, when, Aww. but it, it was just, it was just really funny. Like, that is the story of my detox of like my, my cat passed away and my dad thought that it would be enough to just say, mom ran over the cat, but then my mom gave me all the details. Um, and I still joke In with In your them dad's about defense, that. he said it was sad. <laughs> but it was this whole thing where like, my mom was running out the door. She backed up real quick, and Agnes used to like hide under the car a lot because it was warm under there. Oh. And, she, and normally, when you would like, she was really good about, you know, as soon as you got in the car, she would run out. Like sh- she knew what was going on. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't a dummy. But my mom must have just been running like super fast for some reason. I don't even remember the reason why. And she, you know, thump and. Then she freaked out because she was late and, blah, blah, and this, and then they took her to the vet mm. and I got the whole story, but yeah. So that was my <laughs> detox, I but guess. Yeah, I'd like this. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And since then, nothing else since then, you've just been completely tied to electron. You're still recovering from Chile by the sound of it. Sounds like this was an ordeal. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, my whole life I've been very um, plugged in. My dad owned a computer store in the early 80s when personal, you know, computers were first coming out. Um, and so I used to just go to my dad's store and we had games and we had stuff. When I was eight years old, I got my first Nintendo. Um, you know, I've, I've always been nerdy. So, like, mm. I've, you know, I've just been playing video games and watching movies. My dad is a huge movie guy. 
Um, he has an entire wall just full of DVDs. I mean, a, a library like in Beauty and the Beast cartoon, like just full of DVDs. <laughs> Everything that you could possibly imagine. Wow. So I've not, I've not spent stuff. most of my life <laughs> not being in front of a computer screen or anything, even though I did grow up before the internet. And I did go mm. out and play mm. all the time, but I don't know. Well, I but think yeah, a, a lot of us can say that we're now making up for our childhood because we didn't have a lot of this in our childhood. We didn't have our smartphone, so now it's attached to our hip. Mm. It comes with us. If I ever go down the other end of the house and the smartphone's not there, it's like, hang on a minute, I've got to go back and get it. Like that's a lot lot more steps in my day just to retrieve my phone, and I appreciate that for the, the calorie count each day. Exactly, it's right here. They're all here. Everything's here. So, guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining me, and I just appreciate your time so much. But before we wrap it up, where can we find you, podcast, websites? What have we got? Probably the best place to find us is over at fandompodcast.com. Uh, as new episodes come out, we will post them there. Um, it's a podcast, so you can subscribe, subscribe to it in any of your uh, players. It's just called Fandom. Uh, but it's a it's just a celebration of pop culture, and we're, we just take an episode at a time to, or three episodes at a time to dig into a fandom <laughs> and to explore it. Um, three episodes right now until I change the format on Nick again. You know, that's that's how I do things. Yeah. But um, that's that's probably the best place to find both of us together. Wouldn't you think so, Nick? Yeah, and I am an artist. I paint and draw. We didn't even talk about that at all today. Um, mm, mm. I trade. I'm an illustrator. Um, and so I have a personal website where you can see some of my artwork that I haven't updated in a long time uh, at nickenglishart.com. Uh, and my first name is just spelled N-I-K. There is no C in my name. So it's just nickenglishart.com. Awesome. Great. Good stuff, guys. I'm going to pop those links into the show notes. And again, thank you for being here. It's been a lot of fun. And before I play us out, anything final you want to add to the show? Thank you so much for working with us on all of this, Carrie. We we made a mess of the entire process, and you still got us on, and uh, we had a we had a blast. Thank you. You're you welcome. say classy, Carrie. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to play us out. Thank you so much. And that's the wrong button. Start again. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.